John Fitch here. John Fitch knows nothing. How's everybody doing today? It's Sunday. There was some, there's a lot of fights. There's a lot of fights this weekend. I, I got to catch quite a few of them. There was a PFL, bare knuckle. There was boxing with Canelo. And there was UFC and a Bellator. There was action all weekend. Uh, some very surprising outcomes, I think, for some of the fights. Uh, and some major letdowns, I think, is what some people kind of uh, expressed, I think, in the timeline. We'll, we'll have to ask you guys what you think about it, <clears throat> what you think. Um, but we'll get to it all. We'll get to it all. We'll maybe do this in a little bit of a chronological order for you guys, right? Um, I think, man, was it Bellator was the first? Bellator, Bare Knuckle, PFL. Uh, was PFL the fr Thursday night or was that the, the um, Friday night? I can't even remember. It was such a wild weekend. But yeah, we'll, we'll get them. We'll cover them. It should be fun. And then we can talk about some other stuff. Lots of other stuff. We talked about abortion on uh, Saturday on the Rule Zero. You know, we want to light light airy subject something you know that <laughs> wasn't too heavy and um no one would be upset in any way <laughs> about us talking about you know it was a you know insightful panel of men with penises talking about reproductive stuff <laughs> you should check it out it was a fun show it was a really good show learned we always learn I always learn from those guys smart batch um, I've been really bad about practicing my ukulele, though. I feel like I only practice when I'm playing for you guys. I've just been so busy. I'm editing a lot of stuff right now. Um, I can't even really see my strings with my cool sunglasses. And uh, <clears throat> the hair is getting long. I'm trying to figure out what to do with it. Just keep growing it. It's still not ponytail worthy yet. And... Um, I don't know if I can do the man bun. I don't know if it's a thing I can do. <laughs> I don't know if I can bring myself to man bun it. I almost prefer the hair just flopping all over the place than the man bun. Uh, yeah, dudes. Let's make it classy. Always play that one though. Let's play this one. messed up see i'm so out of practice guys i apologize i'm really out of practice i've been uh editing like i said i've been editing i have two seminars that i'm editing to get out there for gumroad they are uh wrestling type seminars one is gi jiu-jitsu some wrestling for gi jiu-jitsu and the other one is no gi a little bit of fight uh fight takedown stuff in there too no gi and a little bit of fight stuff covered some really great stuff in the seminar i'm watching back as uh, i edit it's good man you guys will like it if you're interested in fighting and self-defense it's going to be right up your alley i everything i teach is based off of the base model of you know my fish smash like fighting what's the best way to fight in every situation what to win when in win in mma win in sports competitions win in the street that's that's what i like to focus on um you know so you're not uh you're not you know pulling guard 
in a life or death situation and getting stomped. You know, I'll teach techniques from everywhere, of course, but I always try to keep the mindset of self-defense and real world fighting involved in what I'm teaching. So even if it's, uh, you think it's just MMA based, it's not, it's not just MMA based. There's a lot of stuff in there that I uh, specifically have in there because I want, I want people to use, you know, I'm a purist when it comes to fighting. I want to know what really works in the fight. I want the least amount of rules in my fight. It's one of the reasons why I've been watching bare knuckle a lot. Let's go first into the bare knuckle. I think it's a good segue into the bare knuckle. Um, but I've been watching it the last few shows and I kind of like it. I talked about this once before. The fact that they don't have gloves on, it it's different. It's different. When the punches land, it's different. The guys have to be a better boxer a lot of times because if you throw too wild and loose, bare knuckle, you're gonna you're gonna hurt your hand, you're gonna break your hand. And the impacts when you see these guys get hit, it just it's just different. It just looks different. You can tell it feels different. I mean, I mean, think about it. You're you're talking about these two knuckles, okay? Hitting, hitting you. All of that, all that pound per square inch is 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 isolated to those two knuckles, that small little spot getting hit on you. When you're wearing the glove, when you're wearing that MMA glove, four ounces, it's small, but still it, that surface area is much bigger. It disperses the impact zone a lot more. The boxing glove, even more. That's why the fights can go longer and you know, those guys get, get more brain scrambled, I think, in boxing. But the bare knuckle guys, man, you get orbital fractures, you get broken noses, you get you get cuts to the bone. Cuts to the bone. Like you're seeing, you know, like blue bone, blue blood and stuff. It's just deep. And it's, uh, man, it's just different. You see guys, you see guys get hit and it's just like, oh. It's not even like a concussed knockout. It's like, dude, I just got hit in the face with a ball peen hammer. <laughs> you know, and I don't, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. You know, something's, something's wrong. Something's, something's not good. It's a different, it's a different thing. It's a different, um, it's a different type of fight. And I, I've been watching and I think it's good. I think it's good. I've been enjoying it. I'm going to, I'm going to share this too, because looking up for info to just talk about these things and i'm just looking for basics you know if you're going to google and 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 this is for any of these promoters out there any of you guys catch this pay attention please as a as a layperson I, i'm a big dummy okay i go to the computer i'm like uh bare knuckle fight friday result like that's what i'm I, that's as extensive as is my knowledge or whatever to search I, you shouldn't even need that much to get what you need for the most recent fight, whatever. Uh, uh, UFC is the best at this. Absolutely best at this. If you put in Google and UFC, the fight cards pop up right away. You just see who was on, who's on the next one, and then you go back one, and, you, you know, I've showed it to you before. But it's easy. It's super easy. Dumb people can find it easy. Not every promotion does this at all. Uh, bare knuckle, they get they get a they get a high score on their uh, um, internet presence, I guess. Their Google search presence is that is that what uh, it would be called? I'm not sure, but I'll I'll share this. Okay, I whatever typed it in, and it came up. It came up this. I typed up you know whatever the results. Uh, BKFC results and and boom, I get clear cut pictures of winners and losers, right? The whole card up there. This is great. This is exactly what needs to happen. Okay, this even this even looks nicer than uh, UFCs. What would be good is if they oh, oh they have view trailer how to watch that stuff. Okay, if they had a uh, a click over, if they could just click over to next fight next card and then click click back for previous one that would be an improvement but they're, they're doing pretty good okay um 
I caught a lot of these fights, and they were they were pretty good. I can't remember, uh, you know, the the heavyweights Adams and Klecker. That was that was fun, but that was one of those situations where it it's just it's a different kind of knockout. It's not the you know wobbly legged MMA knockout or or you know sometimes they go they go completely dark and or out out, but you know sometimes like Klecker got hit and it looked like his face broke <laughs> and he's just like nope done wasn't happening anymore. Um, what was the uh, the Mandel Lane fight? This could have been a lot better, you know. Uh, for bare knuckles, these guys are going two minute rounds. You expect to see a lot more volume out of these guys. I think they were being very technical and very respectful of each other, but their pace was a five minute round pace, not a two minute round pace. It would have been way more exciting with the with the uh with the higher pace um jackson janoski this was fun jackson did really well um i enjoyed that yeah i watched a number of these i can't remember all the fights so there weren't any crazy crazy stickouts there were some good knockouts but overall fun event it was a fun event i can't say um, I don't enjoy watching bare knuckle fights. I, I gotta say, it's it's something that it, I, I enjoy. Uh, I I like Chris Lytle on the mic. Uh, they don't sound like they're not they're not sucking everybody off that they want to win walking down the aisle and throughout the entire fight. It seems very centered and based with the with the with the with the commentary like I, I i turn it off on everything else i cannot stand to listen to any of the the announcers quite honestly from any of the organizations it all sounds like fluff it sounds like you could put a generic name in with the stuff that uh, they're saying um the what do you call it the uh, the old boxing game there's a boxing game i remember <clears throat> and they just had these like uh, recorded things that they would just say over and over again, and they would just cut in your nickname that you made up for your guy. That's what it feels like. It feels like that video game, and they just have like this teleprompter of limited comments they can make, and they just say the same things over and over again for different people. Feels empty. Feels empty. Sorry. Um. Yeah, but that but that was fun. It was fun. I like I like the bare knuckles. Um, I'm probably gonna watch the bare knuckles. There's you know, there was I think uh, I can't remember if that was the same night. If there was a, a, a feeder type organization for having fights, and I chose bare knuckle instead. But no, I'm 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 in I'm into it, and uh, I'll, I'll keep watching. I'll keep watching. We'll see uh, how things develop with them. But again. They still have they have the same business model as UFC. It's still exploitation. <laughs> like if you uh, if you're not abiding by the Audi Act, you're exploiting your fighters. Period. You know you know if you have a promotional belt and you're not allowing cross promotion or you know you don't have a sanctioning body controlling the belt and you don't have multiple owners, like it's just a lot of manipulation and exploitation, and it's that end is a little gross, but. As far as the show goes, it's it's fun. It's fun to watch. Um, let's go with the PFL, right? PFL Friday. Um, what is it? Uh, Kayla Harrison won the main event. She just smashes through everybody. But like, so she's like queen of the B League, queen of the, not even queen of the C League. Like this, this non non cross promotion screws these fighters over so bad. Like she will never make as much money just fighting for that one organization than if she could do cross promotional work. If if there were independent titles, independent rankings, otherwise it's just you know WCW and WWE. Like it's all just pro wrestling, man. Um. Where are the results? Oh, did they not put the results in this? So stupid. 
I thought this would have a list of all the results. It did not. It's just talking about the main event, which is not actually the fight that I was. Um, but whatever. Uh, PFL, um, was it Leal uh, fought uh, Ray Cooper the third? That was a fun fight, but uh, that guy's tough, man. He's really tough. Leal, is that his name? L-E-A-L, I think. Uh, he's... He's really good, man. He he kind of I think he, he I mean he looked like he just dominated uh Cooper pretty pretty well, pretty handedly. I haven't seen him fight before. He he looked like a stud, big, strong, uh looked kind of good everywhere. So uh tough guy. Then also Rory fought. It's good to see Rory in action. He just cut through his guy like hot knife through butter. Um did very well in that performance. Who else did we have? Was there uh, the one guy uh, fought one? Was he won a triangle? Pettis was that PFL Pettis also? I think that was um, looked good. <clears throat> That's good. Uh, that's about it for the PFL. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Uh, Bud and uh, Genna uh, fought. Bud lost. Um, but her opponent had missed weight. Genna. Jenna or Genna missed weight. Um, but, yeah, man. Then we go to Bellator. Bellator and Bellator um, had some good fights, had some fun stuff. Um, uh, Bebony had the uh, TKO over Shipman. Uh, Lorenzo Larkin looked good, had some knees and punches. First round, finished the first round off with that uh, TKO. Um, Gallon and Brander. Gallon got a DKO, Brander, Yoel Romero. This was great. I love watching Yoel fight, but it's always, um, it's always a bit like almost stressful because he he kind of just is there. He kind of stands there and paces and waits to explode with the, a couple short, fast strikes. And maybe you know he's forty five, man. So like maybe he has to do that now. <laughs> You know, maybe he has to slow it down, but he's still so powerful. He's still explosive and quick, and his opponent looked undersized for him. It was a it was a late replacement. It was a late replacement. He was supposed to fight um, a kickboxer. <clears throat> uh, did you guys hear that story? Why that fight got called off? It was, uh, yeah, but it was uh, Pelosi. He filled in, and um, was it Manhoff? Melvin Manhoff. Two guys broke into Melvin Manhoff's house. <laughs> this is why he didn't fight Yoel Ramiro. He fought two guys broke into Yoel Ramiro's house, and he handled them. <laughs> he handled them uh, uh, his his own his own way, and ended up cutting his hand, injuring his hand in the process. Had to get some stitches on his hand, and was not able to fight. But that's I think it's a funny story. <laughs> Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> you break into that dude's house. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. Uh oh. <clears throat> I posted a thing on Twitter the other day too. Is uh two guys walked into like a pizza joint to rob it with the gun. The guy the, there was a guy already there ordering and put his hands up, like acted all timid, gave him his backpack and laid down on the ground. They went around the register to uh steal the money. You see the guy pop back up over the corner, back over the counter, <laughs> a big ass gun on him. Oh, they stopped this video, stopped there though. So I don't know if he splattered brains or what, but yeah, that that made me smile. Um, but yeah, the uh main event though, so yeah, Romero put him away. Uh, he, he let him kind of just left him in the fight which is dangerous and it's why it's why you'll lose sometimes you leave the guy in the in the fight you, you you uh 
you don't put the pressure on there, you don't turn the pressure up and get them out and you let them hang around, like that's when lucky punches happen. That's when freak things happen. So you got to you gotta be on and put them away. But, you know, he took his time, you know, measured patience and uh, got the finish. I think his style also made it hard for the ref to stop it because he would only throw like, you know, one or two strikes at a time. So he hits the guy hard, stumbles him, makes him look kind of uh, cross-eyed, and then he stops and then he waits again. <laughs> and he, waits for that time to jump on him. Or if he was sort of flurried, I think the ref would have stopped it much sooner. I think he was looking for the opportunity to stop that fight. Main event, Bader and Congo. It didn't go any different than I, I, I thought it probably would have. Honestly, uh, he was going to take him down, control him, beat him up a little bit. Until, until we changed the rules about the action of the guy on bottom – there's certain fights that are just always going to be boring because the striking base, striking base guys are always going to hold on and stall the fight. The striking base guys who want to get stood up, they want to lock hands. They want to lock their legs. They want to hold on to the guy. They want to stop from getting hit. They want to stop the fight. They stop the action, which to me is stalling and should be illegal, and they get stood up and rewarded. It happened uh, at least once, maybe twice, in, in some of the fights I watched this weekend. I can't remember what it was. I went off about it a little bit and uh, in my head, at least <laughs> it was just like this person's getting dominated, getting beat up. The only reason she's not finished yet is because she was, I might've the girls, but she's stalling. She's stalling. She's holding on to gloves. She's closing her legs, closing her guard. She's not opening up. There's zero attempts to sweep. There's zero attempts to progress her position towards submission or sweep or standing up. It's just, I'm holding on. Look, she can't do anything because I'm stalling. Now we get stood up. What the hell is that? That's horseshit. That's absolute horseshit. That is not fighting. That's some that's some pussy ass shit. Straight up. You're a pussy. You're a pussy. If you think that you should be allowed to hold on and get stood up, you're such a bitch. <laughs> you're such a bitch. That's not a fight. Someone's gonna take you down in the street. <laughs> you're gonna fight to the death. It's like, hey man, there's not been enough. I'm holding on to you. And you can't do nothing yet. There's not enough action, so we should stand up. Fuck you. <laughs> Get the hell out of here. You're bullshit. <laughs> ha! 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 I, just, I never understood that. I never understood that mentality, ever. I've never understood that. Well, I'll just, I'll just lay here and make nothing happen so we get stood up. Silly, man. It's so silly. That was the, um, yeah, that was uh, Bellator. That takes us through Friday, I think. I don't know if I missed anything. But then we have UFC and Canelo. You guys want me to go through UFC first or the Canelo stuff first? Uh, yeah, that's that's uh, 100% true, Sal. Paul Daly was stalling against you and whining whilst you were beating him up. Yeah. It's like holding on to my hands, pinching my legs, like, boo, boo, like, this is what you want? I'm like, no, they want you to stand up. They want you to fight to your feet. They want you to try to submit me. That way I can finish you, <laughs> turkey. Man, that's uh, that's bold there, Lucas. Lucas is saying, I think Francis Ngannou will re-sign with the UFC so Dana White can take 50% of his purse with Tyson Fury. I don't think so. No. I think he's, uh, his management actually knows what's up. His, his management knows what's going on. He's not, he's not, they're not going to cut Dana in on shit. They don't need to. They don't have to. They, they do not need Dana White at, at all. They can, they can put him up in a fight with Tyson Fury Honestly, he could fight anybody. He could fight anybody in a boxing or a trilla, a trilla, right? At the MMA glove type style fight, he would make more money. He would take a, more money because he would take a bigger per, bigger portion of the pay per view. Sorry, man. Fightings, price fightings about the names, not the promotions. Wake up, people. We're being scammed. Fighters, wake up. You're being scammed. It's not about the promotion. It's not about the letters on the cage floor. It's about you. You're the show. You're the show. You're why people show up, not them. 
they can be replaced without a problem. The show will go on. The fight will go on because you are what's important, not them. They're a service provider. You can get a new service provider. Filthy casual. I hear you, buddy. I hate it when they close their legs. Um, I'm not sure what you uh, mean with this. The Shamrock fight spent the whole 30 minutes on the ground. When he fought Tito Ortiz, that's that's the way I see bottom fighters having to fight. Okay, the way Frank Shamrock fought Tito Ortiz, he was so active and so um, overwhelming from his back with movement that he wore Tito out. Tito couldn't just pin him and hold him and, and beat him up. He made him work because he was escaping. And eventually he got to his feet. Tito was gassed and he finished him. That's how you fight from your back. That's how it's supposed to look. Not this. I'm just going to hug him. I'm going to hug him from my back. And people will boo the guy on top. It's his fault. Morons. Morons. You're stupid. <laughs> um, yep. That's because uh, merit matters. All pro. Even random guys like Povotkin got five million just for being a top ten heavyweight. Yeah. And that's that's the trilla, whatever. Like because because some boxing fans probably did watch that because boxing fan there are boxing fans out there worldwide. Boxing is a bigger sport. And uh the numbers are in, guys. In the last 20 years, guess which sport's grown larger and faster? It's not MMA. It's boxing. Oh, but the fastest growing sport. Ugh. Oh, you mean that was just propaganda? Mm. Morons. But they said so. It must be true. Yep, you're right. Any top 10 get paid. Nah, I don't even think he's a top 10. I can find a nobody. He can find another MMA guy in boxing, and he's going to get more money than he would from the OC. It just just the sponsorships, probably the sponsorships alone, man. He probably gets a big ass sponsorship just for that, just for some fight, boxing fight. All right, soy boy is asking for uh, some Canelo that we have more time to talk UFC. That's a good good point. Okay, if you guys got anything important to say, make sure you're also um, hitting. Uh, make sure you hit the like button, but also make sure you guys are uh, super chatting and they have like the super likes and all the other things going on there. You guys want to get noticed faster, hit it up. But yes, we had a um, some, uh, you know, we had the boxing fight <clears throat> Canelo Alvarez versus um, Dimitri Bivol. Okay. Um, before that fight, I didn't see much of the other, other undercard because other fights were going on and whatever. Uh, but I did catch the Montana Love winning a decision, 114 uh, to 112 over Gabriel Gonzalez. And I must say, uh, Montana Love had an outstanding walkout. I really appreciated his walkout. Um, it was nice. <laughs> it was nice. It was good to see. He had uh, a lot of style, a lot of swagger in his walkout. It was cool. The fight started really good. The fight started good. started great. Um, they each had a knockdown in the first two rounds. But unfortunately, I think they ended up, because of those two knockdowns, ended up over-respecting each other, and the fight kind of simmered a little bit and was a little bit slower paced than the first two rounds. But uh was still... Was still okay. Was still okay. Um, but then, yeah, the 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 Baval and and Canelo, like it it just looked like Canelo couldn't hurt him. He he wasn't landing anything. He wasn't landing anything solid. You know, he wasn't wasn't um, hitting the body hard. Everything okay it was elbows and shoulders. You know, and Baval did. He had like a red 
um, marks on his arm after the fight, but like it didn't look like he landed any clean shots to the dome on him or, or clean body shots either. But I saw a lot of counter shots from Bavall, and he looks like a big, powerful dude. He looked like he was horsing Canelo around a little bit. And Canelo, <clears throat> he's a bit of a ginger, right? So that the ginger skin gets red and flushed sometimes when they're tired and when you're getting rubbed. And he just kind of looked bad. He kind of looked bad in the later rounds. Because I was watching other stuff, and I just kept look, watching the corner of my eye. And I even tweeted at one point, I was like, is Canelo losing right now? Because, you know, I was just looking for the big, big, the big show, the big punch, the big whatever, and and uh, Bavall, I've never heard of. You know, I'm not a diehard in any way. I'm I'm a, a, a casual when it comes to boxing. You know, um, I'll, I'll watch when I can, but my problems with boxing aren't because of the structure, how it works, or how the matchmaking works. No, the problem with boxing is it's all split up on different platforms. It's too hard to watch. The consumption model. For boxing is garbage and and that, and that makes it unpalatable for a lot of uh, a lot of americans i'm wondering if some of the other countries it's easier to watch the fights like it's more more direct more you know they have like one channel where all the fights are on that would be much better but when you've got to pay when you got to pay like six different paywalls to watch all the top fights that that makes the sport suck. It's not. It's not the sport. It's not the operation. It's the promoters and the uh, the services, the streaming services, and the and the pay per view services and stuff like the the broadcasters, broadcasters and promoters ruin it. It's not. It's not the structure of the of the sports. It's not the fighters' free agency. It's not that the fighters are making too much money. It's none of those things. It's it's the fault of promoters. And the, uh, the the streaming services, the the pay-per-view people, the cable services, their greed is what poo-poos it. But yeah, so uh, I don't know. It looks like Triple G fight isn't probably happening with Canelo. But I don't know, man. Let's, let's see what happens. Uh, probably be a rematch with this Bavall and Canelo. But is Bavall the new man? Is he the guy? Is he the guy uh, that everybody's going to be talking about? Is he the guy who's going to be making the big money? Or is he a, 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 a Ruiz, the guy who beat Anthony Joshua? Andy, Andy Ruiz. Or is he Andy Ruiz? He just had he had a great showing this night. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know enough about him. Uh, Godless. Okay. <clears throat> He's saying in Latin America it's way easier to watch. That, that that's what I would expect. They probably have you know one channel that has their national whatever boxing people or or something. It's just it's just so hard to watch. It's so hard to watch. It's so hard to watch the UFC stuff. You know, you've got to have you got to pay so much, and that's why that's the other. That's the next step in the UFC's monopolization is is they're starting to monopolize all of the feeder uh, systems, all of the smaller shows that feed into the UFC. They're putting them on their on their platforms. They're they're they're, they're show, showcasing them. Um, I think they give money to the PFL and use their deals to help the PFL get good stuff because that helps with their legal battles. See, look, we have competitors. We have people who, who are on other networks and blah, 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 and pay a million dollars for a fight winning a tournament. See, look, it's proof. Uh, but, yeah, make it too hard for people to watch. You're going to do something else. Dang, all pro is saying, uh, I think Mexico had Mayweather versus McGregor for free. Oh, so wait, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a freedom fighter, bro. Don't tread on me. 
I just want to be left alone, but they're not leaving me alone, so I'm going to be loud. <laughs> right? I'm not going to I'm not going to kiss somebody's ass who's screwing me over. Oh, maybe they won't screw me over as bad if I'm if I obey. If I just obey harder, they'll screw me less. Maybe I just say yes, boss. They'll use lube when they rape me. Nope, not happening, man. I'm gonna fight. I'm gonna fight you. Yeah, that's that's dumb. He's he's not. I don't know what he's thinking about that. He doesn't want to walk away from the UFC, but at the same time, I mean, he's got to. He just has to. He has to trust that his name carries more weight than the UFC is going to allow him to think it does. Oh, man. <clears throat> so, uh, so what saying, Baval is one of the best defensive boxers right now. He's up there with Shakur. I... Uh, I will say that yeah, he did look impressive defensively. Like his shell was was good, and he couldn't get hit, um, at least anywhere significant. I noticed that. Um, I I don't know the name. Uh, Samuel Charwick is saying uh, Nigano's management company is called Ice Wallow Come In, Come Inc. Um, have you heard of them? His his the, the name of the head guy. Name of the head guy is somebody who who knows a lot of shit. I can't remember who he is, but he's been brought up. His name's been brought up before. He has experience with um, real professionals, with real professionals and how real professionals are treated. And, um, you know, when you get to a certain level and you can afford real managers, they're going to be like, mm, no, we're not doing this. This is not right. Because the majority of MMA managers are not managers they're broker broking agents that work for the ufc they are not managers whatsoever when you have one guy who can represent a hundred fighters or more that's ridiculous how is one guy honestly keeping a fiduciary responsibility to over a hundred guys you can't do it in the nfl they limit the number of athletes a, a manager can manage because there's too many conflict of interest. You end up creating a system where you have brokers instead of managers looking out for the best interest of the athlete. That's exactly what we have. It's one of the one of the biggest things. Like something there's something, there's nothing more aggravating than somebody being like, oh well, well, you shouldn't sign those contracts. You should have your managers uh taking care of that. And I think the managers work for the freaking promoter. They don't work for you. You might think they do, but they don't. You're paying them. But they don't work for you. They work for the, the promoter because your career is very tiny, very tiny compared to the, their, their career as a manager. They're not going to fight for you. They're not going to fight for you when they have hundreds of other guys that they're going to crank through over the years and, and take money from. They're not going to go to bat for you. They're not going to ruin that relationship. They work for them. Get it through your heads, guys. And until you get to that position where you're in a position like uh, Naganu, you're not going to be able to hire a real manager that gonna, is going to be able to do anything. You have no leverage. You have zero leverage. Absolutely zero leverage. That's a good question. Godless says, best defense or best counterpuncher? How could have uh, Canelo won? I, I don't know, man. Hit him. <laughs> Actually hit his head. I mean, he needed to maybe draw him out. If he's a counter puncher and he's got good defense, you got to make him punch first, more feints, maybe more feints, more pushing him around, more more uh, being physical, fighting him inside, push him up against the ropes, make him carry your weight a little bit. I, I don't know, but I'm not a boxing genius. Yeah, okay. Thanks for clearing that up, Soy Boy 56. <laughs> like John said, it's his shell. Mostly dude is hard to connect on. Yeah. That was the one thing that stood out to me the whole fight that I was I was watching was it's like Canelo's barely hitting this guy. And then the later rounds, I was like, man, like Canelo's not really connecting and his he looks red. He looks really red. His face was red, his chest, shoulders were red. And I was like, 
is he losing? Like, it looks like he's losing. Okay, <clears throat> so we'll use this to segue into UFC. Uh, James is asking me here, how accurate is the weight scales in UFC? 0.5 pounds, half a pound. Seems there's a lot of room for speculation and debate, especially if you're going to lose 30% of your purse. Yeah, was it 30% for where they're at with the Arizona? It depends on the state. Sometimes it's 20, sometimes it's whatever, 25 or 10. I can't remember. But uh depends on the state and... It the scale is accurate. The scale is pretty accurate, and there's usually a, a, a UFC scale that that's accurate there too that you can check on. But you should have at least one of your own scales. I always travel with the scale, and sometimes if I if I show up and I don't have a scale or if my scale broke, sometimes this happened. I go to the 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 store and I buy a new one. It's right off. <laughs> I get a new scale, and I make sure that I know what my scale is compared to the the house scale that we can use so i have some kind of comparability uh that happens early that way if at any point in time something happens to the fighter scale that people get to use because they don't they don't use the actual weigh-in scale for, for the commission the commission has their own scale they bring that in only on weigh-in day the other scale is UFC scale. They weigh it, they calibrate it, they set it, so it's zeroed out, and they set it and leave it there. Uh, if anybody notices something with it, they can call and try to get it rescheduled, recalibrated. That could take time. So best thing to do is you get there while it's guaranteed to be calibrated. A lot of times, uh, especially for the UFC, when you show up and check in, at least every time I fought there, when you showed up and checked in before you got your hotel and everything, you stepped on the scale, and they, they checked your weight then. So you got to weigh on their official, their unofficial uh, um, calibrated scale. And from there, you needed to check with your scale. And then you can kind of ratio, okay, well, my, my scale is half a pound over. Okay. I, and I weigh it right there. And then I go upstairs. And as soon as I get into my room, I weigh myself again. Because I want to make sure that the gravity <laughs> or whatever didn't change the scale from from the first floor up to like the 19th floor or whatever. I want to make sure. I don't know. If I'm up higher, it might pull me down harder. So I got to double check. So I got to know when I'm checking my scale, like where I'm at. Okay. So that way I can set and engage early on. And, I, and I'm checking it all the time. Like I'm backpacking and carrying my scale. Every time I go to check, I have my scale and I check next to it to make sure I have a really good understanding of where my weight is and how much I have to lose, okay? And what I'll do is I focused on the number that I have to lose rather than what the scale tells me I weigh. Does that make sense? If I weigh in first day and I see on all my scales, like, oh, I have five pounds to lose on this scale and I have 5.2 pounds to lose on my scale. Okay, I know that. If I come back and weigh on the thing and it's like, it's different, I was like, I know I still have to lose at least 5.2 pounds. Let's not screw around and kid ourselves, right? It's like, oh, well, it only says I'm three over now. So, nope, you still got to do it. Um, and we've been in that situation in the in the in the sauna in the cutting place. You know, the scale's iffy. Our scale's iffy. It's not a great scale, and it 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 sometimes it goes up, sometimes it goes down. They're not the you know best scales. Sometimes they're they they break, and sometimes they misread. So we have to make sure we're on weight, and we will put in extra time in the sauna just to be careful. Like, oh man, I'm right on. Crazy Bob looking to be like, okay, let's let's do another 30 minutes just, just to be safe. You know, and then you'll go back, uh, lose lose whatever else you can, go back to the place, try to check in, whatever, and then start uh start losing. And the morning weigh-ins make it a lot easier too. So you can get in there, you can check and um sip on your waters to make sure you're as close or right on as possible but yeah those guys need my book they need the wake up bible they need it
Yeah, of course. If if Dana White is on good terms with your manager, your manager is fucking you. Period. If your manager is on good terms with the promoter, your manager is fucking you over. One more time for the people in the back. If the promoter, the the fight promoter, your fight promoter is friends or gets along with your manager, your manager is fucking you over. He's stealing from you. Okay? The manager's role and his job is to be adversarial, adversarial to the promotion. They should never like your manager. They should never like your manager. They should barely tolerate them. Let's uh let's get into what we want to get into, man. 274, UFC 274. It was it was it was good stuff, man. We missed the Donald Cerrone fight. He didn't make it. He was sick. Something happened. <clears throat> um I did not catch all of the fights. Let's see at the early prelims. Yeah, I missed Andre. Um, yeah, I missed uh, Andre Fialo, but he's he's blowing up right now, man. He's doing awesome. It's good to see. He's had a number of fights this year, like four fights this year already. They offer him another fight. He's going to fight like in July or something. Like he's going to fight again soon. It's good to see. Um, he trained AK for a little while. Wrestling isn't all there, uh, but he's got good stand up and good power. He's got a he's got a, definitely got a puncher's chance and everything, but he's a very technical striker and um, he's been he's been other places for a while, so who knows what his ground looks like now. But um, it's cool to see he's doing well, making some things happen. Uh, I I started off watching uh, the Black Boy. Black Boy um, looked good, man. Uh, Marcos. Rajiro de Lima looked like a very dangerous man. He had some big ass thick legs and he could get those suckers up to your head fast, bro. Like that's that's some crazy. That was crazy. Like I got scared. I, I was like, Phew. he threw one fast high kick, and I was just like, whoa. It's like I ain't I don't want that coming at me, bro. That's a big ass leg, and it came up fast. <laughs> like what? It's like my boy, man. You gotta get this guy. Get inside. Don't let him kick you. Um, but he did. He fought hard, and um, I think you know that pressure uh, got in some clinches. He he looked good, man. It's awesome. Good good to see Blagoy put in put in some work. Get that big win. Um, Brandon Royval. Oh man, he uh, he had a bit of a comeback, man. Uh, Schnell. Schnell was putting it on him a little bit in the beginning, almost finished him. I think he he gave him a little bit of a break and didn't stay on him and then got put in a bad spot, got choked. Um, yeah. It's not <laughs> not good. He's he's like this close to pulling off and then end up losing. Sucks. Uh Macy over Dumont and uh Chinaldo over Roberts. What else do we have here? Yes, wrong fight canceled. Randy Brown, uh, Kalan Williams. This was a this was a fun fight. These guys are both tough. These guys are both tough, and uh, they both they both could cause a lot of problems to some of the guys at this weight, Walter weight. Uh, it's a good fight. Both these guys look really good. It'll be interesting to see what they're doing next. I haven't. I don't can't remember if I've seen them fight recently uh and then marcio hua and osp like i don't know man it was slow it was slow and i don't i don't even know if it was a good decision or what i, I couldn't even tell i couldn't tell who is winning when i was watching that fight i couldn't tell Um, then, uh, Chandler Ferguson, pretty crazy. Uh, Tony was, you know, 
making it bloody. He's throwing those elbows from his back. That's another great example of what you're supposed to do, what you're supposed to do when you're you're fighting from your back, when you're on your back, right? He's he's movement, constant movement, trying to create space, trying to trying to throw him off balance, trying to sweep, throwing elbows. That head, head comes down, he's trying to throw elbows at the dome, get his head, head get his posture up, create the space. Great. I'd like to see that. Uh, Tony, though, got caught uh, with a blind kick right up the middle. He circled kind of into it, and um, man, probably didn't even did probably didn't even see it. You know, it was probably under his visual range below him, and it just <laughs> had no idea what was coming. I was uh, next fight the Rose and Carla. Got to be honest. I didn't really watch it. I had dual screens and I was watching the boxing and um, there was nothing that caught my eye about the fight that made me want to focus on it. So I, that's probably, that's probably where I watched the most of the boxing event was during that fight. Uh, and then Charlie Alas, baby and Gaethje. I really like watching both these guys fight. But Gaethje, uh, I felt like he resorted back to his old wild man stuff. And I think it wasn't an accident. I think Charles pushed him into it. You know, his pressure. Charles is using really, really good pressure. He's just on him, on him, on him. And fourth, Gaethje to kind of fight back hard. Could also have been the fact that Gaethje dropped him once and, and saw that as an opportunity to start pouring it on and – he jumped the gun. He jumped the gun because uh, Oliveira, man, he's a stud. And that is something that's coming up is, is that really the fight that we all really needed to see? Khabib and Charlie, right? Mr. Oliveira and Khabib. That right now actually is intriguing. That sounds intriguing. Nobody else sounds interesting at all. I think uh in my opinion Khabib steamrolls everybody but this is interesting he could possibly steamroll Oliveira but Oliveira has a lot of tricks on the ground he's slick jiu-jitsu pointy elbows he's active off his back and he's got really good clean stand-up got a good chin could be in 25 minute fight could be really interesting it could really be interesting maybe that maybe that's the fight we needed not the fight with tony i don't know if he'll come back though he's like 205 <laughs> right now 210. um yeah, man. Big olives. Yep. He's a stud, man. I'd love to see it. Love to see it. Came from the bottom. And and I, I feel like he's one of those guys, man. He just put in work. He slept, he, they slept on him for a long time, and then he got up on top. That's why I feel – I almost feel like they, they fucked him on the way in, you know, because I feel like they've had so many opportunities for other guys to miss weight. You know, they missed they missed uh, weight, but like they didn't miss weight. Like the the, the guy's like, yeah, you made it. <laughs> you know, they just read it fast and they push it over. Uh, I don't I don't trust it. I don't trust it. I don't know. I feel like maybe they were. That's my that's my conspiracy theory idea. Is like they they wanted it. Had they need they didn't force it. Like oh hey, we're gonna make him miss weight. It was like oh take take advantage of this situation. Take advantage of the situation. Don't let him pass the weight. And We'll strip him. Now they have the belt. They can do whatever they want with the belt. They don't. They said, "Oh, oh, wow!" They said publicly that they have to give him the title. They're going to give him the title shot right away. Number one contender. It doesn't mean shit. They're the promotion. It's a promotional title. They can say whatever they want. When you people learn, it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything. Oh well, they said they say lots of things. It's all bullshit. It doesn't mean anything. You're not going to hold them to anything. Mm, man. Yeah, there you go. Dookie Love said, should have held the towel like others did. 
There's plenty. You can do you can do the Birdman. That that was one of my old tricks. You come up, you do this, and you right in that time that you move your hands down. A lot of times it'll it'll lift you up a little bit, just enough for it to touch that line. And if you get the commissioner guy who just wants to see it touch the line, touches line, he pushes it over. Made it. 171, 170. Like that's it. Like there's there's no pushback. It doesn't take a long time. They're not like uh, we got to make sure it balances perfect. It's not very often that that happens. Most times it's like, oh, if it touches the line just little, it's enough. feel like merch what do you mean what does that mean go more hike i feel like merch okay yes you're right hybrid it's a fishy business and because the business model the business model the basic business model is corrupt <laughs> the bedrock of the uh, whole structure is is based on sand it's it's not bedrock it's sand it's all it's all gel and squishy and stuff. The Birdman. That's right, the Birdman. If you don't know the Birdman, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I've gotten yelled at it a couple times on, hey, don't move your arms. <laughs> Some people know what's up. <laughs> but yeah. The the towel is one of the check the ultimate check, ultimate hacks because it's a um, optical illusion. It's an optical illusion. It's misdirection. You're looking over here and the action's over here. Okay, everybody's looking at the scale. Everybody's looking at that scale thing. Even you, as you lean over and push the towel down to make yourself lighter. <laughs> LOL, a good manager for the UFC. He's a great manager for the OC. He does a really good job for them. He does an awesome job for them. The towel trick, that, that's been used a number of times. It's been used a lot. We used to have a trick, okay, at Purdue <laughs> because they started doing the, uh, the hydration test and stuff for losing weight. And... You know, we cheated, of course. We took a visi, we took visi's models, <laughs> filled them with water. We would go pee, we would squirt, squirt the water in the, in the pee so it would be more uh, hydrated. Okay. Then we would take the, uh, we go way in. Okay. And we would, so we would make it look, make it look, make us look more hydrated. And then we would go into the scale and the scale was set up in our, in our old wrestling room. Uh, by the door, okay? And because of where it was, when you open the door, there was a like a, a nub, a rubber nub on the wall so it wouldn't hit the cement wall, right? Or the, the cinder block wall. And if you stood on the scale, you could, you could put your pinky, you put your hands on your hips and put your pinky on the nub. And you could, you could take up to a pound off. <laughs> Some of the little guys who are really fat, uh, maybe took too much advantage of that. They might've taken three or four pounds off, but like you could, you know, so you were hydrated from the hydration test from squirting that in the, in your pee. And then you get the finger on the nub, take another pound off. It was, uh, made it really easy to pass that hydration, <laughs> uh, test that, 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 uh, protocol was easy to pass. But yeah, guys, and that is, that's it, man. That was the show. That's the show. We have uh, May 14th is the next UFC event. Jan Bakowicz versus uh, Alexander Ritchik. That's going to be good. It's going to be a good one. I'm excited to see that. Um, light heavyweight co-main. Ion Kutbella. Ryan Span. There's going to be some uh, fights on here. Who else? Who else? I'm trying to see what's the preliminary card. 
Michael Johnson, Alan Patrick. Okay, okay. There's a couple fights, a couple few fights on there. Worth watching. Worth watching, I think. Uh, I mean, man, I'm, I'm, I'm styling. It's not a caveman. I'm, I'm, I'm styled out, man. <laughs> now I'm just letting, yeah, I don't know, man. I'm just letting it grow. I got, I don't know what to do. Um, I'm whatever, man. It might start falling out, bro. Like I'm getting grays up here. It might fall out. I don't know. I've kept my hair lean and trimmed and short for a very long time. I'm kind of, I don't know. I don't know. I've never grown long, like really long. This is probably as long as it's ever been. I had it in high school. I had the top, just the top part. Remember that was a thing when you like had the top and you shaved the sides in the back around? I had that. I had that. Uh, I had some baby beards that were pretty big, but never this bushy. Never this big, thick. But, um, you know, I'm having having fun with it. Dookie love. This is, man, I had a friend. This is Gabe. Are you Gabe? Is this you? <laughs> My buddy, Dookie love. That was like a, yeah, it was a thing we said back in high school and, and uh, you know, early, early 20s. We were talking about Dookie love. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> um, yeah, guys. All right. <clears throat> what are we doing? What are we doing? What's up? Let's see. Uh, crypto Currents. What's up? Says, I switched between long hair and shaved through my life. When growing out, there is always the awkward phase where you seem to be right now. Give it another month. It's it's coming out of the awkward phase. And I it wasn't even that awkward. Like, if it's just straight back, like, it's pretty good about staying straight back. If I go straight back, like, it's whatever. It's just comb back. I can wet it and comb straight. It looks pretty good. Um, but yeah, it's going to start filling out and looking real nice soon. I might have to, might have to trim level out because it's the, the sides that were kind of short and now they're getting long. So it's filling out. We'll see. We'll see. I was just playing around with the part the other day. I thought it looked kind of like Jared Leto. It's a little bit too, too, the parts too much to the side. It needs to be more, more center. I'll, I'll fix it next time. <laughs> I'll fix it next time. What should I play, guys? Should I sing something? Huh? Huh? All right, guys. Let's see. Um, what's a good one? What's a good one? If I can remember. Let's see if I can play this. Let's see if I can play this. <clears throat> Oh, I don't know any Metallica. I wish I did. I'm gonna play a. Uh, I'm gonna play a, a blue-pilled classic, blue pill classic. When you were here before, couldn't look you in the eye. You're just like an angel. Your skin makes me cry You float like a feather In a beautiful world You're so freaking special I wish I were special I'm a creep, I'm a weirdo, the hell am I doing here, I don't belong here, 
I don't care if it hurts. I wanna have control. I want a perfect body. I want a perfect soul. I want you to notice when I'm not around. You're so freaking special. Old fashioned special. I'm a creep, I'm a weirdo, what the hell am I doing here, I don't belong here, oh, oh, she's running off again, She. Whatever makes you happy Whatever you want You're so freaking special I wish I was special But I'm a I'm a weirdo. The hell am I doing here? I don't belong here. I don't belong here. Rock and roll, guys. I'll check you later.